about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Let's get serious. Hello, hi. Hello. My name is Kendall Bruns. You're listening to Let's Get Serious Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Liz MacArthur, and she will not stop fidgeting with her microphone. It's not level. I it's not level. made it perfect for you, and then you... Then I wanted to show it to Sam. Hold on. Okay, let's try that. Is that better? That should be better. Yeah. Okay, don't knock over the scotch. All right. Okay. How's everybody doing out there at home? Fine. I know, we don't they don't ever talk back. Oh. But I hold I'm holding out hope. Is that is that the term? No, your dick. You you've been holding out your dick <laughs> for the last like five minutes. That's slander. Not if it's true. When I see it, I can describe it. You can't. Well, that's not really what I was thinking that we were going to do here today. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Liz MacArthur. Liz MacArthur. Who is Liz MacArthur? Well, I can tell you what I know about Liz. Okay. She works at Closer Look. Mm-hmm. Uh, she studied broadcasting at St. Louis Community College. Did you read my Facebook? <laughs> she lives in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. She's married to Elaine Lopez. That's correct. You read my Facebook. Um, she's from Ferguson, Missouri. That's right. Born on August 17th, 1978. <laughs> no, 79. Right. 79. Whoa. Almost messed that one up. And you have 630 friends. <laughs> Thank God Facebook was invented. Yeah. It makes doing research so much easier mm-hmm. for guests. I'm telling you, like, between Facebook and Wikipedia. I totally agree with you. Who needs anything? I don't know. I can't. Are you whispering now? I'm not. I'm talking right into the microphone. What was that? I fell over. <laughs> and now I'm walking around. Okay. Um, so, yes, that's what I know about you from Facebook. But I actually know you pretty well, Liz. <laughs> Nobody knows uh, me. I think I know you. Mm, I Nobody knows know. the real me. Really? Well, let's go back to Facebook then. Okay. On Facebook, it says <laughs> that you're a fan of long distance jazz. That's right. What is that? That's where you watch jazz from far away. Mm. And where do you like to do this? Only at that big lawn thing in the downtown Chicago with the big thing on it. The the, the big lawn. The, the, uh, the Millennium Pavilion? Park? Yeah. Millennium Park. Yep. That's Oh, and you saw jazz there. Yep. Who was it? Oh, it's real jazzy. Mm-hmm. They played first they played some jazz. Do you remember any of the songs like titles? Uh there was first they played Jazz Mataz. Mm-hmm. Jazz It Up. Did they do jazz size? No, they didn't do that. That's they said kinda, they're that's, well, that's that. kinda like up. Yeah. kid thing. Yeah. They did jazz in between your titties <laughs> wow i that was at sure? the end that was late that was are you sure that's what show. they said because mm-hmm. what 
Liz, you are. Um, you went to school for broadcasting. Yep. At St. Louis Community College, uh-huh. which I had never heard of. It's a real thing. But I always thought that you went to school somewhere in Chicago for college. Oh, I did that too. Is that not on my Facebook? No, it isn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are your fellow classmates going to find you? I don't know. They where, know where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where did you... You went to school here in Chicago. Okay. But let's... You know... The... There's some distractions here, <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to be all right. Okay. Um, it also says on your Facebook page. I went to Columbia. <laughs> Columbia. College. Liz, you're an actress mm-hmm. and you write also. Mm-hmm. You write and perform. Sometimes mm-hmm. you sing. Yeah. And you are in a bunch of different sketch groups let's just do a quick rundown here for the listeners at home so you know do you want to tell them you read my facebook yeah let's see uh you i uh, know you from um you're in a group called one two three mm-hmm. which may or may not exist anymore okay kelly bolton was our, a guest on the show uh earlier episode What'd she, she also is from one two three um once there was a group with Kelly and Rob who hasn't been on the show, although I was talking to him the other day and I'm a little concerned about him. Oh. <laughs> what I think did he he's say? going through a difficult time and I just, he's living alone now. His partner left <laughs> his partner, Brian. <laughs> his partner. That's a whole other, I'm going to try to get him on here, Okay, but uh, get so him out of the house. Just get him out of the house. We don't need to talk about him necessarily, but yes. Yeah, so you were in a group called one, two, three mm-hmm. performed all over the world. <laughs> Uh, multiple countries canada yeah <laughs> and the united states mm, do a couple of different we went to washington dc that one time yeah um you also are in a group called off off broadsway mm-hmm. just finished around a show is called let it ho yep at the a lot of different places oh i guess davenport would you still have a couple is there still a couple shows yep. or is it done Tom- well, when is this By the time out? this this will probably go up on Monday. Then so no, be, yeah, okay. it's over. You missed it. Sorry, guys. But um, so so off off Broadway is like a okay one two three is like a sort of traditional sketch group, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, whatever that means. Off off Broadway is sort of a burlesque parody parody group musical musical sketch, sketch group. comedy. Yeah. Um, you play a character named Brie Tarde. Retardé. Retardé. It's French. Oh, I had missed that little subtlety. Yeah. You probably read that off of MySpace. <laughs> no, no. That one I just kind of knew off the top of my head. Oh, well, you didn't that know That was it. just one I... Yeah, you didn't actually know okay, it. Okay, but... Anyway, I guess I knew it. <laughs> but I just... Details. Um, so, it's not always this group off of Broadway. It's, they don't always... Do Christmas shows, but this was in particular yeah. Christmas. Um, you are also you also do other shows. You were in Musical of the Living Dead recently. Yep. Big um, hit. Oh, I saw it. One of my biggest hits. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, and you have as if that wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have another group mm-hmm. that you're in called Feminine Gentlemen, Gentlemen. with Jill. Valentine. Valentine. 
so we can talk about all these things. Okay. Or what else? That's the short. Or what else can we talk about? I thought there was going to be an option B. Well, you know, you know what I really want to talk about? Mm-hmm. The other day, um, we were hanging out, yeah. and you and your husband, Sam, mm-hmm. showed us this uh, dice game. Yep. It was so much fun. What was that called? Foo. Scroggin? No. We added the Scroggins. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, <laughs> you added the Scroggins? That wasn't in the original game. Okay, so this is a dice game you showed. Mm-hmm. It's called Foo. Foo. F-U. Oh, like the or letters P-H-U. F-U? I'm not sure. Mary Spray taught it to me. Okay, Mary Spray. from She learned it from a Latino oh. man named Josh Peloma. Okay, and Mary is also in Off-Off-Broadway off of with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So she taught you this game. I thought yep. for some reason that Chris and Kevin... No, we no. learned we it from Mary, it. then took it to okay. the boat. So it's called Foo. Foo. And it involves rolling seven dice? Six. Six dice. Right? Five yeah. dice, and then there's the one extra die? No, six. Six plus another. Plus, we Mary added an extra wild card. The wild card right? one. Yeah. Okay. But it's called Foo. It's called Foo. You should look it up. It's uh, like you there's you can find rolls online and stuff? I think so. Right? Meow Meow? Meow Meow, we made up on the boat. Roll over biscuits? We made up on the boat. What else did you make up? Scroggins. We made up with Mary, I think. What was Scroggins? If you get all of the same... Uh, it's when you don't get anything right don't off the bat, anything. right? Scroggins? You get to. It's really hot in here. If it's hot, if it's too hot in here for your listeners at home, if it's too hot in here, just I'm, open the window a little. Mandy would. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, it was a fun, fun dice game. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what we should talk about, though. All right. Do you want to play it? <laughs> that would be good, but I don't know if. We could do that later. Okay. Uh, you don't have anything to do tomorrow, do you? I have to work and do a show. Oh. That's it. Oh, that's all. Do a show? What show are you doing tomorrow? The Davenport's one that all these people Off, missed. off Broadway. Off, off Broadway. Let it hell. Let it hell. Okay. Um, so that's kind of the quick rundown. We've done lots of videos together. Mm-hmm. With, with, mostly with your uh, one, two, three cohorts. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't one of those... Go to some film film festival okay, well, in we can, Florida. Okay, well, yeah, let's talk about that. There's a uh, we've done lots of videos together. Uh-huh. We did um, where I was a director, most of them co-directed with Josh Flowers, and uh, and then the writing was very collaborative on most of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with you, there was um, let's see, what was the first one? Oh, all two of us. Yeah, which won the Chicago Forty Eight Hour Film Project Best Picture and. 2006 yep um and then we did one called let's spend the night together yep where you sing it's the first time i sang yeah and you did a great job we did uh we did one called hang in there in 2007 which you also sang actually i was thinking about you don't remember that you don't remember singing and let's oh you know what let's let's listen to that let's uh okay we're gonna hear a song that liz sings with some assistance from Rob, it's called Hang In There, and um, this played during the credits of the film. I think Liz, you did a great job. I wrote the song, you sang it, and then there's some Rob, so we're just going to listen to that now, and then we'll talk about more. Hang in there. Don't give up until you try. 
that part when he handed me the pants? That was a metaphor for later when he handed over the company to me. Did you get that? Oh, well, I really got to get to this paperwork, so I kind of got to go. Peace. That was uh, Hang In There. Mm-hmm. That was Liz singing. How do you feel about How What's it like to hear that now? Oh, it's good. You like, <laughs> when's the last time you heard that? Um, I mean, I watched that film <laughs> when we made all it? the time. Oh, really? <laughs> Is that one you proudly share with people? Yeah. Okay. It's just really long. Is it? Well, it's like four minutes. It's like six, six or seven. Minutes. Yeah. And then that's all the way at the end. Yeah. But... I would like to point out that that song won an award. Oh, did it? In particular, there was an award for best song for the Cincinnati 48-hour film project in 2007, and that was the winner. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. It was a proud, proud moment for <laughs> all of us. I I was probably pretty proud of it, too. Yeah. I, well, maybe you're just finding out. Maybe I'm you sure didn't I told, tell me. No, I'm sure I told I you. Just, you take all the credit for that song no ah! obviously i'm not the one singing it okay i don't know you could try your voice gets pretty high well i mean i sang i sang it and then you sang it mm-hmm. so yeah i just kind of copied you so really i mean really pretty much the award was for me right yeah you're right i mean i'll accept i have the award can i have it yeah i can scan it for you <laughs> I'll post it on your wall. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it says my name on it, though. Is that weird? No. I'll just Photoshop your We also it. won, I, I'm pretty sure that one won a Best Acting Ensemble Award, too. Oh. Ultimately, I feel like that was not the most successful of the short films that we've worked on. It's because it was so long. It's kind of long. But it's got some good moments. Your, your song there is one of them. I usually can't get past the first... Uh, scene of my face because I look really <laughs> weird. <laughs> we had um, we had some issues with the makeup. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Yeah, this uh, is all like inside base. Nobody thinks nobody that's cares. interesting. No. Um, but okay, so the lots of video stuff. We we things that we worked on won some awards we so then we did um a couple of others but the main one we should mention is robot love from another world which um you play an alien Mm -hmm. and it won best uh film in cincinnati and then we ended up it ended up getting it went to cans yeah it was screened at the can film festival cans can cans with a z like a can like can of corn I heard people pronouncing it con. Well, when I said can, they the can, laughed a little. No, it's the Cannes Film Festival. I was actually, I went there. And they called it cans? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, even when you're there, people are calling it everything. Huh. Well, what else is there? Some people call it con. Some people call it, but it's can. It, uh, technically, it's can. That's the proper pronunciation. The Cannes Film Festival. Okay. Don't, why is everyone looking at me like I'm wrong? I. Got an S on the end. Yeah, I know. It's a silent S. It's you pronounce it like it's a Z. <laughs> Cans. No. I was in the festival, so I think. Yeah, I, well, I, I was know. there. All right, I was there. So was I. I mean, I was in. I was France. No one knows you were there because they didn't see you. But <laughs> I was in a movie. So. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so that happened, and that was pretty cool. Did mm-hmm. you like that? That that happened. Yeah, that was fun. How do you feel about that? Good. Because in I a way, I forget sometimes that that happened. 
Well, because you didn't go. Yeah. Why didn't you come? We were going on a road trip. No. Uh, yeah. And that's like that. It was a really fun road trip. Yeah. I mean, that's like a once in a lifetime thing. Shut so. up. <laughs> I got to go to the. What are those called where whores live? Brothel. I got to go to the brothel museum in Montana, which that I'm pretty actually, sure isn't around anymore. That sounds pretty interesting. What did it, you learn from there? You everything. Out? We were there forever, like hours. Did anyone recognize you? From cans? From whatever. <laughs> no, the only one there was the super old perverted man that ran the place. That's unexpected. Yeah, he was the only one there. Some people came in. I think he spooked them. They left. <laughs> we were there alone with him. How do you spook them? How do you spook people at a brothel museum? It was... It was <laughs> like they went in there and they're like it was kind of weird, sexual, creepy. Well, it, he it was, <laughs> not what I expected at all. It's not what you expect. It's just it's the oldest standing brothel. It's actually a brothel. Yeah, like still. And he hasn't tried. It's like if it's like if a like your grandpa tried to restore something. I'm doing Is it kind quotes. of like the uh, museum to Kentucky Fried Chicken at Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and he just like found things under the like like vibrators and things under the stairs and just kind of put them all over the place. Like, Are you sure this is a museum? <laughs> I paid How did you him. find out about this? What did you... Wait. What, how much did you pay him? $3,000. What did you get in exchange? A blowjob. Okay. It's real. It's legit. That's not museum admission. Okay. What kind of museums are you going to? Well, not the kind that I get blowjobs at. All right. So there you go. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. Anyway, that was my favorite thing ever. He showed us a secret room. <laughs> what happens in there? He just found it like a year before we had gotten He had there. just found it? Yeah. Like it had been a it secret a, from him? Yeah, because they boarded it up and he didn't know it was there. Mm. And then he found it. He said he normally didn't take people in there, but because I was so excited, he let me walk around in it. Uh-huh. The only other person that was in there was the people from the Smithsonian? The Smithsonian. Me and the Smithsonian have been in that room. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds great. Yep. It was really fun. It's in Montana. Okay. Well, if I make it out there. He might be dead. I've tried to email him. He doesn't email back. You've, you tried to. Well, I did email him and he never, he wouldn't. What was back. your email? Well, I mean, what was the content of the message? Um, hey, motherfucker, I want my money back. Whoa. What? He didn't email me back. But I just resent that message. Why did you want your money back? Because I was, I needed, well, I was I'm broke. starting to think that you're making up some of this. No. The $3,000 is real. The brothel museum, not real. That never <laughs> happened. See, I did pay an old man in Montana to give me a blowjob. So, How did he do that? He was like... <sighs> You can cut this out. Okay. I don't... Um, I actually don't edit this. Yeah, you can edit this um, out. On your Facebook page, it says, <laughs> I try not to be passionate about anything. That's how crazy people are made. Yep. I don't know. That was on my MySpace like in 2005. <laughs> I just, just transferred just it over. Carryover? Yeah, I just transferred it over. Is it true? I think so. You think so? I'm going to say yeah. Which part? 
the whole thing. So it's true that you try not to be passionate about anything. Yeah. And it's true that that's how crazy people are made. Well, if you're judgmental like I am, then yeah. Okay. Is that true? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) You want me to expand on it? I don't... Um... (sighs) I'm doing this new interview. I'm doing this new interview technique where you don't say anything. Oh, and then and I then, just have to start talking. Yeah, and then you'll just say like fascinating things. Mm, no, not me. I'm afraid we end up sounding dumb. No, I want you to. I want you to sound dumb. I mean, I want you to sound. <laughs> I want you to just like let her let her rip. Let <laughs> a shaking head. No, I want to know what you. Re- why did you put that on there? See, I can't like attack anything because then people, if someone gets nobody, no. What anyone who anyone who hears it is going to be like, they're not talking about me. Okay. Or they're going to think they're talking about me no matter what you say. So it's you know, there's no reason to censor yourself that way. I guess those, like the people say, since we're talking about Facebook, how who constantly harp about what a subject. Pick a subject? Yeah. Like God. God. I won't take them seriously anymore. So anyone who's too, like, passionate about something? That's what I said. No matter what the subject is. Kind of. why? Because there's so much other shit going on. There's way more shit going on than just God. Okay, but you picked that example. I know. Well, no, for no reason. (laughs) Absolutely no reason. Yeah, okay, so... um, do you really think that if you're too passionate about something that it's a bad thing like and how do you decide and are you not passionate about things because i just listed like five sketch comedy groups that you're in you're busy like every day with a rehearsal or a performance and i'm wondering whether or not you're passionate about (laughs) comedy and sketch and performing i don't think i'm passionate about it i think i just like it you just like it? Yeah. And how do you stop? How do you know that you're not passionate about it? I think he's tricking me. He's, Liz. He's over, hey. He's overing hey. me. It's just me and you. Just no. me and you. There's two people over there. Those people aren't here. All the people listening later on for now and forever. They just. They're, they're not here either. Are you trying to make me cry? Yes. Oh. I hear that you will cry at anything. I saw that on your <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm passionate about. It. I just really like doing okay, it. Okay, but why? I really like doing it, and I wouldn't want to stop doing it ever. Okay, and how is that? Because not I feel like I would passionate about it. Be wasting my life. You would be wasting your life if you didn't do it. Well, what else would I do? And I would eat fast food all the time. So that, but that's not. You do eat fast food all the time. Yeah, but I'm busy a lot. And those times that I wasn't at rehearsal, I would be at Taco Bell. All those times? Yeah. Oh, wow, that is don't stop performing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're not passionate about it. No, not at all. It's no. just something you really like. And I would never stop doing it, but I could take it or leave it. it. <laughs> all right. I just wanted to clarify. I, I'm wondering why you... 
like make that like is that a safety thing is that like if i don't care about it too much then if something bad happens or it doesn't work then i can't get too upset about it is that like lowering expectations yeah that is sort of my life (laughs) sort of my life the mantra so what say it repeat it back to me if you don't (laughs) this is gonna be really sad no i i wanna if you let's get serious liz i've never said i'm not gonna ever do that again (laughs) don't you can edit that out (laughs) the one edit (laughs) uh if you never have too high expectations for something Mm -hmm. you can never really be disappointed okay now do you think that's a good way to function? Yes. Because then it's really awesome when it goes well. Okay. My next question. <laughs> oh, man. What has prevented you from being... It's tearing me apart. What? What is... What's prevented you from being more successful? Oh, God. You guys. My hands are sweating. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, oh gosh, what, what is my, I lack initiative. Mm-hmm. Passion? Passion. Balls, sometimes. It's, it's like a female thing, or? Yeah, yeah, I was born without them. Okay. Um, I'm afraid of failing. Liz, right? are you, are you really afraid of failing? Yeah! Why? Here's what, okay, so this is one of those things where I feel like lots of people would probably be surprised to hear that from you. You're somebody who, like, comes out on stage and you seem totally uninhibited. Are you saying that just because you've seen my fake pubes on stage? <laughs> those were fake? <laughs> I mean, they were modeled after mine. <laughs> okay. Are you sure your real ones aren't modeled after the fake ones? Oh, that makes a lot of like, sense. Like that's not what we're here to talk about. No. I would much rather we talked about my pubes. <laughs> what do no. you want to know? No. What do you want to know? I can stop. When you up. come no, when you come out on stage, I really feel like like you you exude confidence. Well, that's good. Is that the, did I use the right word there? Exude? Um, excrete? Excrete. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a odor, a confidence like, I odor. I piddle, I piddle confidence. <laughs> Sometimes you leave puddles of confidence. <laughs> I leak confidence. <laughs> you, you excrete. Yeah. No, Sweat. I'm serious. I'm serious. I feel like you come across very confident. You, um, you don't seem inhibited in any way because you'll do all kinds of embarrassing things. <laughs> I've seen you do terribly embarrassing things. <laughs> you, um. You seem totally carefree, almost, in your performance. Like, and you don't ever seem embarrassed. I don't really get embarrassed. No, but you get nervous. I get nervous. Why? What are you nervous about? What do you think is going to happen? Have you had bad experiences on stage? Um, yeah. Like, forget, like, forgetting a line or something and then not being able to figure out what, what happens next. Mm-hmm. And it lasts like a minute in your brain. A whole minute? Well, like in your head. Oh. It really lasts about five seconds. And what's the worst that's ever happened from that? One time I died. And then I got pregnant. 
So you can see Post, why. Postmortem pregnancy. Yeah. That is serious. Yeah. Because yeah. the baby, it doesn't have great chances. Mm-mm. Had no chance. You just, Liz. I just what? <laughs> You've never died. All right. Yeah, you think you know me. <laughs> no, I... I Is it because it's understand. not on my Facebook page? No. <laughs> well, I did do extensive research. I know that performing can be scary. I, I mean... You don't have to explain that. I'm sure people can understand that. But when I think it's something that's hard for some people to understand that don't perform all the time, how you can have that fear over and over and over and over again, even though nothing bad ever happens. I'm pretty sure bad something bad has happened. I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. I've had at least one real pretty embarrassing stand-up thing happen you used to do stand-up yeah do you do it anymore you have any plans i keep planning on doing it i thought you were really good i used to do one of your jokes really well no you didn't no you didn't (laughs) i Uh, thought i did no you didn't no do a joke i'm not gonna do a joke nope pretend you're you know do one so anyway i used to do stand-up i just started doing it again and i stopped again because no one was making me do it Mm. That was, that's how I end all my sentences. Were you really nervous right before that you did that? Yeah. That's, that's probably the most nervous I get. Because you're up there all by yourself. Mm-hmm. When you have messed up, does anybody know but you? Mm, everyone says they don't notice, mm-hmm. but I think they're just being nice. Now, you're in these different groups that are like, like, is it very competitive within the group? Mm-hmm. Not in the groups I'm in. No. But I'm in groups with my friends. And you're in groups where everybody contributes writing. Yeah. Does that get competitive? Mm, I don't think so. No? Not with, I think I could see where it so would. So you're very comfortable with that. Uh, I, well, I've been in other things where I felt like um, they weren't listening to me. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's because I was a girl. But I really? was right. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now, let's talk about your training. Because you went to school for broadcasting and then you went to school. You started to say you went to school at Columbia. Columbia. College. And what did you study there? Theater. You said theater. Mm-hmm. Was it more proper theater? Uh, proper theater, not this funny sketch stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I went to Columbia because I was just... Me and actually my sister, my sister was supposed to move up here too. And our um, now cousin, her best friend, now cousin, Mackenzie. We all marry each other. That's cool. And That's how they do it in Ferguson. <laughs> they, we were all going to move up here, do the Second City program. And instead, I ended up coming and I decided maybe I should go to college. And then I... Um, Never went through the second city. So you've never. Have well, you I taken did the writing any? program up until the part where you put on a show. And then what? And then I stopped because I just I had others. I was busy. <laughs> so you took the like a writing class, like writing program. Yeah. But then you didn't finish it. No, 
Because you had another show to do? Yeah. I did do Musical The Living Dead. I just did it. So did you not get credit or whatever? How's that work? I don't know. You just stopped going? No. I mean, I told him I wasn't going to come back. Who was your teacher? I had lots of teachers. Who were your teachers? I don't remember their names. Okay. One of their names was... Um, Rungent was one of my subs a few times. Yeah. He is and, in Cupid Players. Yeah. Um, Andy... Mira. What is... Tell me what... Had you taken improv classes there? Not Second there. City? No. Actually... If you want to hear me cry, yeah. when I first moved here, I had taken one improv class at school, and I thought I was really good. At Columbia. At Columbia. So I went ahead and tried out for the conservatory like right after I got here, and I did not make it, so I never tried again. Really? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You never tried to do improv again? I never tried to do Second City Conservatory again. Oh. And I, I, I've done, I've had, I was in an improv group once, a few, a couple of them. But you definitely, then. all the groups that you're involved with now are sketch. Yeah. Is that a problem? Well, no, I'm just wondering why you lean towards that. Um, I don't know. I did... I was doing mostly improv things until then one, two, three happened. Like I had a job at this pretty awful place called improv kitchen where we did, um, did you, did you know me then? Um, I don't think I knew you until after you were doing that. I've heard Uh, about it, but I didn't, Yeah, it was. I might've known you, but I didn't like ever. No one, I wouldn't brag about it. I'm not bragging about it right now, but it was a improv place. Right next to Improv Olympic, which didn't make them very happy. And um, we did improv in a TV studio, which was next to a restaurant. And our improvs were projected onto these giant flat screen TVs that were at every table. And we could hear people through earpieces and see them in the monitors that were around our camera. The people in the restaurant, the yeah. customers. Yep. And it was, yep. How, tell me what that was like. It was the worst idea ever. <laughs> it, it was bad. It had there was a delay um, in the in the speakers, so you couldn't react immediately. Immediately, yeah. It was and kind of yeah. like what's happening here. Is this is there a delay? Is it because you're pausing and then it, you're making me talk? <laughs> you sack of shit. Ho 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 ho. I saw the holiday train today. I saw that on your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know a lot you about each to, other. <laughs> you didn't get to write it? No, it was outside the window. Do you know that all the cars on that train smell like different Christmas smells? How did you, did you go from one tr- car to the next? No, but I was smushed next to the lady that worked on the train that hands out peppermints. And mm. I was on the cinnamon train. And the train car next to us was the pine tree train. So in... Chicago, they have a, a holiday train that they move onto different lines mm-hmm. throughout the holiday season, and it's all decorated with Christmas lights, and they give out candy canes, and I guess they play Christmas music yeah. on it. And, and it's awesome. And they actually have a like a flatbed with Santa on it. Yep. How does that guy not die? I don't know. But the one time I've been on it, it was awesome. And there was a 
chick behind me who was complaining about everything and announced that that Santa was going to go deaf. (laughs) (laughs) He was probably wearing earplugs. That is seriously. It is. I don't understand. Terrifying, though. It's freezing. Well, and like the train goes outside. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was seven degrees today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And snowing. I don't know how he's. And he's old. Oh, yeah. I mean, isn't he like 800 or something? Yeah. Do you get real into Christmas? Oh, not really. Why did Off Off Broadway decide to do a holiday show? Um, because we're burlesque parody and the and burlesque groups do that. Oh, really? <sighs> burlesque groups do Christmas shows just in general. Yeah, well, they I was do, thinking like, holiday themed because you did the musical The Living Dead, which was at like Halloween time, mm-hmm. and there's been talk about it being like a seasonal thing that happens again right. next year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. It was successful, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I saw the show, there were a lot of people there, mm-hmm. um, and now you're doing, and then there's this Let It Ho, yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, do you think it's easier to get people to come out sometimes to those kinds of things because it's like. It's Christmas and they feel like doing something Christmassy, so you yes. know maybe they wouldn't normally go see the musical. I never actually thing. thought about that, but yep, we probably—that's smart, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, that makes sense. How is doing that show feel different than doing the regular off-off Broadway show? Uh, it's not really different. It's Are the crowds easier. different? Mm. Oh. Yeah, I guess more people do come out for that than just a regular show. It's harder to get people out for just this. I think people in the city, because there's so much comedy, it's really hard to get them to come to your show, because especially people that like you, because there's so much Because everybody's bad. in a group. Everybody's doing comedy, and a lot of it's really bad, and you don't want to see your friend in a bad show, right? Has that ever happened to you? I've only been in good shows. What about... Okay. What? Believe it. No, I everything that I've seen you in has been great. Okay. I have secret shows sometimes. <laughs> secret shows? <laughs> I've been I even enjoyed your stand up. Oh good. When did you even when did you s- I saw you do it twice at open mic stuff. Hmm. <sighs> do we take breaks? What kind why do you need what kind of break do you need? I'm out of this. My sodi. Um. Well, I don't. I'm trying to think if there's another song I can play. What's another song that maybe I could play? You could play it off of Broadway. Well, I played. Can do that later. Well, I played the. Oh, never mind. I played the other one when. Um, this smells like my breath. Kelly was here. Have you listened to any of these podcasts, Liz? What? Have you listened to any of the Let's Get Serious podcast? Just what? Okay, never mind. Whoa. Oh, you can't play that. Hold on, stop. <laughs> you can't edit that oh, out. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what were we talking about? I um, lost my train of thought because you needed another drink. My pubes. Your pubes? Yep. No, I don't think that was it. Damn. Let's see what else I have written down on the cards Okay, here. let's see. Do you want me to read it? What has prevented you from being more successful? You didn't really... We could Did my come, dad ask you to ask that question? We could come back to that one. I already talked about it. Did you? Yeah. I cried 
You did not cry. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Feminine Gentleman. Okay. What is it? Uh, it's a two-lady group. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be in a lot of groups with other ladies. Yeah. Yep. Do you feel more comfortable around women as performers? Mm. I think that's probably where you get the more. Get the what? Get more of the competition. I think dudes might be a little bit more competitive. Except for Rob. He's like a little <laughs> kitten. Yeah. Yes. I wish Rob was here. <laughs> He's like a kitten? No. He's just... He was raised by all ladies, so I think that he... Is there any element of Off-Off Broadway that is, since it's like burlesque parody, is there any element that... Like, is it like a... I don't know. Any political? No. No. There's no... I mean, is there any kind of like message to the parody? Uh, or is it just funny stuff? Um, There's... Not accidental. There are some, like, we did this puppet number where we, uh, I don't know, how do you you explain it? We all sing for each other. You do a sketch where, um... I've never seen it. You're all sort of... How many are in the group? Five? Um... On stage? Not plus Kelly. Four. And Mary is playing the keyboards. Okay, so... And then Kelly is the man. So Mary's playing keyboard, and then there's four of you mm-hmm. on stage, and then there's also Kelly, who plays your sort of MC. hanger-on MC yeah. guy. Yeah, Not your manager, as I was corrected. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's the MC. Um, and so the four of you kind of do this thing where you're like marionettes. That's it. Oops. And you take turns singing for each other, so it looks like... But you're... So it's like... Two of you will come up and be mouthing the words, but the two that have their heads down and are like kind of not being manipulated at the moment sing the words for the other two. So it looks like the voices the voices aren't attached to the bodies, right. but it looks like it's coming from them, sort of. And the song is about being um, controlled by men. Yes, and dudes don't like that song, don't they? Mm-mm. Like I thought it was sexy. <laughs> It was like the message you wanted to hear. Yeah. Can't it's like let... manipulate my body. Isn't yeah. That what the... Oh, yeah. It's sarcastic. Oh. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I read it wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, you take it. It's, it's art. You know, you just you take it the way whatever it means to you is what it means. <laughs> do you. Do you ever think. About con, like how important is concept to you when you're writing? Mm, what do you mean? Are you just trying to be funny? Um, with what? <laughs> with your comedy writing, Liz. <laughs> what do you think we're talking about? Your farts. <laughs> Those are just funny. Okay. Uh, like if there's a message. Yeah, I mean, is there ever like? Not really. I don't. Is to, to when you're writing? Is it just about is this funny or not? Is that your only thought? Mm, I guess so. Is that stupid? You seem extremely self-aware right now. Uh, <laughs> is that bad? No, I, I'm. I'm just wondering what your creative process is like. Yeah, I guess I just think of something funny and then I write about it. What has prevented you from being more successful? (laughs) 
I guess I lack concepts <laughs> or a nobody's, message. Nobody's saying that. <laughs> uh, I already said. I already answered that. Okay, so you said that you like. I lack initiative. You lack it. Why do you lack initiative? I feel like you're because not even recording, and no, like it, I'm getting in trouble. You're not in trouble, young lady. <laughs> just, this is a really. I'm just trying. I just want you to be me. honest with me because am, you're very like you put up these defensive, sarcastic, funny distractions. I want to. I want to have a oh, real conversation. Like, like you want me to like bend your concept? I'm getting serious. I want to manipulate your body. <laughs> What? Why is everybody looking at me again? Stop looking at your husband. <laughs> he said he's okay with it. What about... She's cool. She's cool. What are you guys doing? Hey, over here, Liz. It's real heavy over here. How are your cats? <laughs> Just throwing you a softball. Oh, they're doing good. They're doing good. The other day, what? what were T- tell you? me. Tell me and tell talk to into what the microphone. What do I do with the stuff? Into the microphone. So I've been making, um, I was making fake antlers out of great stuff, which is that stuff that you um, squirt into holes in the wall mm-hmm. to insulate it, and yeah. it puffs up. Yeah. Kind of looks like cake batter. Don't eat it though. Oh man, my cats love <laughs> no. white gooey things, no. and I left what? him alone. In the room with the antlers. Which one, Rory? Rory, the fat one. And he came running into the front room where me and Sam were sitting. <laughs> with great stuff all over his face and hanging off his tongue and he was doing this. Do it a little closer, Mike, so we can really hear it. Thank and then he was making this noise. <laughs> it was as if he was saying, oh shit, help me, help me. I got this shit all over my face. And inside my... And it's in my mouth. It's in my mouth. Get it in my mouth. Get it in my mouth. It's in my belly. Well, probably. you know what? We really shouldn't be joking about this because it hasn't been 48 hours. (laughs) What? Well, first... So we... He went under the coffee table, found him. All the stuff was gone. I don't know where it went. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to look up how to induce vomiting on a cat. So I googled how to induce vomiting on a cat. Uh. Sam... Just tried sticking his fingers down his throat. <laughs> I found out you dump hydrogen peroxide down their throat. Uh huh. So we did that. Didn't what? work. Didn't work. Just you... get, he got the hiccups. <laughs> Didn't oh, work. Then man. I read the back of the great stuff. It says do not induce vomiting. Do not induce vomiting. No, no. It's when it comes back up that it's really bad. I guess. So then we couldn't make him drink water, so we gave him wet food, and he ate the wet food, but. The stupid cat purrs all the time. He would not purr. We were on our bed, petting him with his little pole, his little bowl in front of him, petting him, and he wouldn't purr. No, because he had good stuff in his stomach. Great stuff. Well, it hadn't really fulfilled his potential yet. Mm-mm. That's no. Oh, how did I tell that thing. story? I asked how your cats were. Oh, okay, that's how they're doing. That's great. Yeah. Now I'd like you to answer this next question just as candidly. Man. Is it about my other cat? <laughs> How shadow? He is a little prince. Let me tell you. Like the one that lives on the moon? 
Is that the Are you thinking prince? of Michael Jackson? Isn't he the Prince Bob? What? What does that have to do with the moon? I don't know. Alright. Because he's dead? Isn't that where you go when you die? No. Uh-oh. Who told you that? I'm not telling you. I guess there might be some people that think you go to the moon when you die. What religion is that? <laughs> and then you die and you go to the moon. You go to the other side of the moon. Oh, the dark That's side? That's where the aliens it's live. It's spooky up there. Have you ever you? read about conspiracy theories about how... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't believe any of that? I did while I was reading it, and then when it was over, I was like, whoa. Are there any conspiracy theories that you believe? Um, are there any you believe? I find them all to be fascinating. Me too. But I think that the reason I'm fascinated by them is because, A, they usually do ask questions that are interesting to think about, and it often they're unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And I've always been interested in phenomena that are like mysterious, unanswered things like UFOs and Bigfoot and that kind of. Like as a kid, I read all this Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda like, Triangle. So I'm I'm like interested in that kind of thinking in mm-hmm. general. Does and it make you mad when you watch, or I mean, when you read things? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, somebody like just books? revealed something about you, themselves. Like when you read, like say a What's book. What's the last book you read? The girl um, with the dragon have tattoo? you ever heard of the... I read this. It's called The Dictionary. Oh, really? Yeah, you that's read what I the learned. Dictionary. I learned a lot. This is where I learned about the You read the people. entire dictionary? Was it like the Scrabble dictionary? Or? I just went chapter by chapter. Took it slow. Anyway, when you <laughs> read... How many chapters were there? So many. They're real long, too. Hard to get through. Okay. Um, kind of like Lord of the Rings? A lot. Watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, when you're watching or reading something and it's like on the science channel book, history channel, mm-hmm. and they debunk everything yeah. that you ever thought about, like the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. it makes me sad. How do they debunk the Bermuda Triangle? Because storms, I don't know. No, but... I hear something and then I forget it. They don't debunk it. They offer a possible explanation. I guess. Every See, while I'm listening or reading something, I completely you are believe easily what... Manipulated. Yes. And I believe it while I'm hearing it. And well, then, while we're on... This is sort of related. What uh, did... You recently saw Exit Through the Gift Shop. Yep. And what was your reaction? Wait, why? Well, because this is a movie. Yeah. It's a documentary uh-huh. about a... Um, guy, performant like an artist, street artist guy. It, the story behind the film is, I'm sure a lot of people listening have already seen it, but if you haven't, it's you can watch it on Netflix streaming right now. It's mm-hmm. really good. You should watch it. But uh, there's this artist Banksy, who is really well known, and he's a British artist who does lots of like graffiti and installations and gets in lots of trouble for things, and so. The story that the producers tell her is that uh, this guy wanted to make a movie about him, but then he turned the tables around and kind of ends up making, directing, the film's directed by Banksy about this guy who was trying to make a film about Banksy, if that makes any sense. Yep. Um, and so it's a documentary, but then there's also a lot of people who question its authenticity and whether or not the whole thing is a joke or a lie or... Um, what do you think?
What do I think? Yep. <laughs> what is that? Oh, reversal. <laughs> what? What do you think? No. Give me a bell. Reversal. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh shit. Um, I think that I think that any documentary is a manipulated reality. Like documentaries aren't like unfiltered truth. They're always, you know, <laughs> even if they're based in reality. They're through a filter, and lots of decisions are made when you edit a movie. Mm. Any documentary has a certain amount of staged things that are part of it, mm-hmm. either intentional or just by the fact that, like, if I'm talking to you right now, and this is real, this is a conversation, but it's different than if I just talk to you and you're not being recorded. Okay, so mm-hmm. I think the argument of is the documentary real or not is kind of a like a non like issue like in it's a way real. it's because it is well it's real and it's not real it's a movie <laughs> that's been edited by people so are we allowed to talk about the details of this movie can we <laughs> sam's seen it <laughs> let's talk about it. let's talk about it. i think see it? oh shit i want to talk about it. sam hasn't seen you it you didn't see it oh i watched that with i watched that with okay. girls well let's not spoil anything never mind you I don't, think, you don't I think I just talk about it now. Well, because I think that I, I think I just figured out how I just think I just figured out something about that movie, but I can't talk what? about it. We'll say it without saying it. You know <laughs> how Banksy. Uh-huh. I want to whisper into this because they can't hear it. Okay. When he tells the French dude, uh-huh. can they hear me? Terry. Terry. Yeah. So do you think Banksy knew what he was doing when he said <laughs> Okay, Liz. I don't know if people are going to be able to hear you, but basically the question is, and this isn't spoiling anything, but the, que- the question is, even if the filmmakers, Banksy directed this movie. He's the credit director. The filmmakers say that he directed it. He's notoriously known for pulling pranks on people. He's notoriously known for manipulating people and like doing very conceptual work. I so totally the, get it now. So the idea that he would direct a film that doesn't ha- contain any of that sensibility is a little bit naive. But the French guy doesn't get it, right? The French guy doesn't get it. <laughs> but I, li- I listened to an interview right? today with... Uh, he There's also this issue of does it matter? Like whether or not everything that you see is real or manipulated or not, does it change what the movie is about and like the point of the movie? Did you think about that? <clears throat> you had a strong reaction to this. Yeah, I hated it. And why? Uh, why it. What was your reaction? You liked the movie though. Yeah. But. I hated that guy. You hated the main character. Yeah. Because. Because he was awful. He was aw- What was awful about him? Without saying specifically, just say about like the general way he thought or like, don't give specifics, just... Because he, because he thought he was an artist, but he didn't actually come up with anything Okay, so 
So And he actually had other people <laughs> make his art. Okay, but do you realize what? that all of the other artists that are profiled in that film yeah. also do that stuff? They also use other people to help fabricate their artwork. Right, right. They also... Yeah, but he, he pretty much just copied everybody else's ideas that he saw. In okay, books. so you feel like he took shortcuts. He went through a book and That's, said, make that. Yeah. That it already existed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you don't think that any of those other guys do that sort of thing? Do you think they do? I Yeah, they do. They find they might have they he, the difference he might be pop art. Look, did. the difference is those other guys might have a lot more theory behind what they're doing. Does it remind you of anybody, Liz? Are we talking concepts again? <laughs> yes. Is this an intervention? <laughs> no, it's a circumvention. I want to keep my penis. <laughs> I don't know what circumvention is. Is that like a convention for circumcising? Like a gathering? Of people that do that? Yeah. Have you paid your dues in the comedy world? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Well, I mean, you've been in lots of groups. You've been doing this for... How long have you been doing sketch comedy in Chicago? Mm, not that long. Not that long? How long have you been doing it? Mm, six years. Six years? That's pretty good. That's a pretty long time. Although, I mean, you graduated in 70... Or you were born in 70... <laughs> <laughs> you were born in 79, so... Yeah. You know, you'd think that you'd have more like 10 years experience at this point. Well, that's because I went to broadcasting school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you go to broadcasting school? Because um, we I was going to have to pay for college by myself. And so I went to the guidance counselor's office and looked up things you could do with two years of college. Are you serious? That's how it happened? Yep. <laughs> were there any, like, <laughs> what were your alternates no that was pretty much it just broadcasting He's yeah like, well you could do broadcasting you could be like a nurse i think or I why do you want to do that because i don't like blood or gory things really mm. do you like bloody gory movies yeah but i cover my uh, eyes for have me. you seen 127 hours no sam told me i shouldn't watch that no you shouldn't sam i thought sam was gonna hurl um, is that like yak? It's kind of like yak, but in the nineties. Okay. Spew. Spew. That's spew. Yeah, that's spew. Hurl or spew. Yeah. Blow chunks. Yes. Was he gonna blow chunks? So you've seen Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. What do you have to say about it? What What influenced you? Like, what did you think was funny, like growing up and stuff? Um. It's the same as everybody. No, it's fine. That's fine. Adam we can Sandler? All bond. Really? I never really liked him. Are you serious? I never really liked Adam Sandler until Punch Drunk Love. Have you ever seen my website that I can't take down? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> really? You should go to it. What is it? It's an angel fire site. I can't take it down because I don't know the password. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a fan 
fan site. A fan site for Adam Sandler that you created? No, just Adam Sandler. Mike Patton and potatoes. Those three Those things? Those three things. But mostly I just talk about... Yeah, what's... How do you get there? angelfire.com. Angelfire.com. Slash me, slash the number me, two. the number two. Slash F and M. Slash F and... F N M. F N M. That entered me. Faith no more. Faith no more. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, made it in like 1998. Yeah, there'll be a link to that in the show notes <laughs> for everyone. Potatoes. It, it also links to my site that I could take down, which was my Jimmy Fallon fan site. Do you like Jimmy Fallon? I did back then. From I kind of like from him Saturday again. Night Live. Yeah. It was where what I would do on the Jimmy Fallon site was what oh was um, tell everybody what happened on that Jimmy was in that week on SNL like that was I would update it the on Sunday after the show and review it if you will. What? I'll 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 take a look at it later. <laughs> Thank you though, Sam. Um, so. But that's no longer up. So you were really into Adam Sandler and Jimmy Fallon. It sounds like you were a, a Saturday Night Live fan. Yeah. Did you watch it all the time? Yeah, I watched it every Saturday. Live? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And do you still watch it? Um, Not really. I've watched it this season because there's people that I know of on it chicago people paul chicago britain people yeah what's the girl's name uh oh, my my rudolph no <laughs> no it's not my what's her name you're thinking miley cyrus because she does, well, she miley does the cyrus. miley cyrus thing and she's done a couple. i can't remember her name she's pretty good mm-hmm. they've been featuring her a lot what is so what is that did, did you know those guys at all there's also they also just hired somebody as a writer from chicago also, they hired three people from Chicago yeah, this year. I don't remember. Um, Other people that I know know them better than I do. How does that make you feel, though, that like people around here end up on Saturday Night Live? You know, I mean, traditionally, most of the cast members have come from either Second City in Chicago or Groundlings in New York. I think or, this I mean, is LA, the f- Groundlings in LA. Sorry. Isn't this like the first time in a really long time, though, that they've come from? Well, Chicago. maybe in recent years, but, you know, a lot of the old school cast mm-hmm. was from Second City, Chicago. A lot of the most famous Saturday Night Live alumni. That is true. So, when Have you, you ever seen the picture of Chris Farley dead? No. Don't look at it. Okay, that'll be in the show notes. Um, why would you look at that? No, I was just speaking you, Is it real? Yeah, it's awful. I had to think about it for a week before I decided to finally look at it. Why did you look at it? Because I really wanted to see it. Don't do it. Why? Why did you want to see it? I'm not sure. What's it look like? Gross. What's gross about it? I think there's something coming out of his mouth. Well, did he like die like choking on his vomit or? I think something like that. He had like a drug overdose of some sort. Yeah, it was really gross. Is it a color photo? I'm not going to look at it. Why would I look at it? I did. Were you affected when Kurt Cobain killed himself? Did that bother you? Do you know the answer to this? Is that what you're asking? No, I don't know the answer to this. We were born one year apart. I know it had a big impact on me. Did you know that 
the day that that happened or that that happened um, was uh, mine and Sam's first date ever. Really? April 8th. I know. It was the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. My birthday is April 7th. It was our first date. I just laundered my Red Hot Chili Peppers shirt. It was your first date? I was like a little kid. No, you weren't. <laughs> you were at least 14. It you were was 15. in high school. Yeah. I was 16, I think. Mm, you're much older than me. I was 14. You were on the date when you found out? No, I came home from like school. It was kind of like the middle of the day. Yeah, I came home from school. I think had to check MTV because mm. there was we didn't have internets. So had you heard about it at school? I think maybe. How would people? It was know? like a rumor. And then I remember running inside, checking the MTV, and then running back outside to let the neighborhood people know that it was true. It was a rumor at school. I think. And were people like joking about it, or were they? Well, like, maybe not, because we got out of school at like two fifteen. So you don't really remember. I don't remember. I do remember running out. No, maybe it was because I ran out of the house to tell the people I got off the bus with, Hmm. which was my cousins. (laughs) We're everywhere. So did that set the mood for your date? Were you upset? Were you like crying and stuff? I think I did cry. I'm positive. Were you like a fan of Nirvana? Yeah. You were like, you liked them and you listened to them all and had them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were a big fan? Yeah. Or just like, was it one of those things where you like got upset about it because it seemed like something you should get upset about? Or were no, you I was legitimately really upset about like... It. No, I was very upset about it. Okay. I ended up... Um, <sighs> checking to see if anybody's listening because this is embarrassing. Me and one of my friends uh, got in trouble because we took some perfectly good sheets and I... She spray painted counting crows on hers. <laughs> and I <laughs> spray painted Kurt Lives on mine. Mm. And then hung it above my bed. Did you think that he lived? Because it was pretty clear that he was not alive. Uh, it wasn't clear. Uh, well. We're not sure. We're have not you sure. seen the pictures? We're not sure. We're not okay. sure. Um, and my, I thought that when my dad saw it, like, I was going to get in so much trouble. I got in trouble from her parents. What do you mean hung it above your bed? Like, like on the ceiling? On the ceiling. Like, flat? Kind of, like, pillow, billowed out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then... Um, you spray-painted it? spray-painted it. Okay. It's like loose. With black? I think it was a light blue, because that was what she had in her basement. Light blue on a, a white blue, sheet? On a white sheet. Okay. And then... You um, still have it? No, I got rid of it. Okay. Um, when my dad got home, I thought I was going to get in trouble. And I was ready for it. It's cool. I'm used to doing bad stuff all the time. I'm a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) And instead, he laughed at me, and then he called all of his brothers, I think, because the next day my uncle came over and was banging on the door, and we didn't want to let him in because he was our landlord, and it was a mess. Your uncle was your landlord? Yeah. And you didn't want to let him in? Because it was like, there was like cat poo on the floor. Okay. So he started, he was banging on the door, and he was like, it's... Uncle Brad. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's ruining my story. Let's keep going. So anyway. <laughs> hey, somebody hit mute over there. All right, continue this. I feel like your I, uncle want to, came I don't want to tell you no, the rest of the story. your uncle came over. You didn't want to let him in. And then he started yelling Kurt lives through my window. Oh my god, was, did that upset you or did you think it was funny? 
I thought he was being stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. It was a very emotional time. It was. 1994. How about that 9-11? Mm. I don't want to talk about it. No. Mm-mm. That's worse than the Kurt thing? No, I just don't have any stories about it. I didn't spray paint all those people. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. You know, I had uh, on the last <laughs> the last episode, I had um, Drew Current, who directed the Santa stories, the naked, the, oh, whoa, the naughty version. They weren't actually naked. They talked a lot about being naked. Okay. And I talked to him about the show is very uh had a lot of like politically incorrect kind of stuff Mm -hmm. did you see it yeah and what was i doing why didn't you ask us to go with you i don't know but i don't know maybe you were at maybe you were at the um maybe you were at the like off off broadway party or something the other night it was friday yeah oh are you mad about that no, no. I mean, you had a big party. Everybody I know was there, but I wasn't invited. But it's okay. It's cool. It doesn't matter. It was, I on, told Friday. Sam, it was on a Friday night. What did I say to you about 11 o'clock? What did I say? I said, do you think we should text Kendall and Mandy? Uh, it's Friday night. You know, we probably were busy. We probably well, obviously All our were. friends were at some party just down the street that we weren't invited to. But I'm I sure, didn't no, do the fine. inviting. No, it's fine. I didn't do the we inviting. Sat, we sat at home. I didn't do the inviting. You know, whatever. I went to bed at like 1030. It's cool. Oh. Well, then you wouldn't have gotten my text in time. Because <laughs> I didn't think about you till 11 p.m. Okay. Well, it's nice to know that you at least mm-hmm. thought of us and then decided not to tell us about the party. Sam decided. Sam Why would Sam decide that? I don't that? know. He has something. Hey, no. I thought they should have been there all along. He did Sam say is, that. He Sam is your that. husband. He For everybody listening who's wondering, Sam is your husband. I didn't know who was invited. Okay. All right. I didn't do the inviting. Okay. I'll just... Just, just something that people notice. That's <laughs> <laughs> so is this why I'm here? <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is the real reason. What are the rules of that dice game? Oh man, who even knows? Do you want to play? Meow meow. <laughs> oh, Scroggins. Scroggins. Is Scroggins good or bad? I couldn't remember. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. Yeah. You get nothing on the first roll? Um, I think that's what it is, right? Scroggins is when you get nothing on the first roll, and then you get to roll the magic dice. And if the magic die is, is even, even... You win that many hundred points. If it's odd, you lose odd, that you many lose hundred points. Okay. And ultimate Scroggins... That's right. Ultimate Scroggins is when you get, a f- <laughs> when you get Scroggins, and then uh-huh. you roll a five, because then you just lost 500 points. That's the which worst Which is the worst that, that you can happen. do. So what if you roll six? Is her name for that? No, that's kind of awesome. You lost your turn, but you got 600 points. 600 points. That's not bad. Yeah. When playing this game, it's like one of those games where you can kind of risk it and go again. Like you can risk all your points and go again, risk all your points. And you always risk it. Yep. Until it's like stupid. I mean, it's like stupid the third time. And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll keep it. And somehow. I won. Did you you win? I don't think I did. You played at 10,000 points. Did, Did I win last time? Mandy won. Mandy won. She was playing it safe. She was playing it safe. She won, but you almost won. And I almost it's like won. you're right. You're like living on the edge, though. Yeah. Why is that? Do you think that's something about you, like your personality? There. Taking it to the max. 
Yeah. I've always said I take it to the max. <laughs> <laughs> you have been consistent in that way. It's not on my Facebook, but <laughs> well, I would. I feel like it. I live it. Is that true? Taking it to the limit. Taking it to the limit. Taking it to the streets. Taking it to the limit. Take it to the max, but not in a passionate way, because mm-hmm. that makes crazy people. Right. Which just means I don't talk about it. I don't say it out loud. I just do it. Oh. <gasps> someone got off street all of a sudden. <laughs> what are you looking at me? What am I supposed to say something? How many whiskeys have you had? It's not whiskey. Scotch. I guess scotch is whiskey. Let me yeah. see that bottle. It says blended scotch whiskey. Let me see it. I feel like it's a fool now. Oh, I did that part out. Oh, my God. What? Right. Nothing. I haven't even had that much. Nope. I don't normally... This is the first time I've drank during a podcast. Mm. In honor of me? In honor taking of it you, to the max? I'm taking it to the max. All right. <sighs> sad. So, why are you sad about... Is it about Kurt? Yeah. I wish you wouldn't have brought that up. I'm sorry. <sighs> You can still listen to the old records. I do. Do you? No. Why not? I don't, do you? Yeah, sometimes. I haven't recently, but, you know, they're good. Every time I listen to Nevermind, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that was my review of the album then. It's my <laughs> review of the album now. An emphatic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm in. Dig it. I would do this again. I like it. I'll keep this. Except for Smells Like Teens. That one's a little overplayed. Mm, I can't hear that without thinking of uh, Smells Like Nirvana or whatever, the weird oh, version. He ruined everything. He did. He really, that guy. Did you like him? Weird Al, I was interested. I had like a Weird Al. Everybody has a Weird Al phase. I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Uh-uh. Yeah, you did. I had friends who liked him. There are definitely songs that I knew the Weird Al versions of first. Like listening to not his me. Tapes. I always knew the original version of everything. <laughs> You're such a liar. What's your favorite band now? Like, what's some music that you like now? Um, More. I don't even. I don't think I have a favorite band. Well, not favorite, but like, what are some like newer things that you like? Mm. I know there's something that recently you were into a lot. You were talking about when we were playing Foo. No, no, not that. There was some other band you were talking about really loving recently. Was it Frightened Rabbit? Because I, yeah, Frightened I Rabbit. still, for yeah. like two months, have just been playing that on Groove so Shark that's what, over and over again. That could have been the answer. I guess. When I, I asked the question, that could have been like the answer. But I feel like when we were children and you had a favorite band, you had to like know everything about them. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, even, I don't know anything about them. What, you don't know those guys? Nope. I just listen to the music over and over again. I don't know. I If it, this was high school? Mm-hmm. I would know all their names and their last names. That starts getting into that like kind of passion category, though. So maybe that's. Do it. you think that Kurt dying maybe just ruined it? Affected you? No, because then like, I really liked the Red Chili Peppers a whole lot. Oh, I wish they had killed themselves. I shouldn't. That's not funny. That's not a funny joke. Nobody should kill. That's not. It's never funny to joke no, about no. suicide. Except for when you're talking about the Red Chili Peppers. <laughs> I li- I was really I liked the Red Hot Chili Peppers back in the Blood Sugar Sex Magic days, but then I liked them too long. I feel like they just it's too samey for me now. It's too what? It's too samey. What does that mean? You know, I like all the songs. Too samey. 
You know, you know what I mean. Like they're the same drinks. I mean songs. <laughs> what? No, I'm trying to have two conversations. Hey, you work down. <laughs> you work downtown. Yeah. Liz. What? Whereabouts is that? Is that North River North? River North. Okay. Do you have you been riding the train or? No, Sam takes me to work. Sam takes you. Uh-huh. He I've likes been, to spend time with me. I've been working. I've been freelancing at this place downtown. I've been riding the train. That's. I like riding the train. Yeah. It's great living in a city with mass trans, transit. Transportation. Mm. So, okay, so you came here. Clearly, your dream was to go to Second City and then be on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that kind of, I mean, that's like the cheesy dream, right? Like, that's the cheesy, like, stereotypical thing. But is that kind of what you wanted? Well, we don't say it out loud. You don't say it out loud. But that's basically what you wanted. Yeah. Okay. My family stopped asking. The I mean, it's hard. We all get asked. Sketch... <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't you like to be on Saturday Live today still? I don't know. Now, you know people. I mean, I w- of course There I are would. people not, like, you sort of peripherally know people now who are on the show. Mm-hmm. And you know other people who have auditioned for the show. Well, I've auditioned for the show. You've auditioned well, for the show? Well, not I. Not Liz MacArthur. Off-Off Broadway did. Off-Off Broadway. We got... Yeah, the whole group. It was basically like they threw us in to someone else's audition, but mm-hmm. still. Was Lauren Michaels there? No, it was the producers, I think. Other producers or something. People. I don't really know. But it was like you were you were told like, hey, this is these are people for Saturday Night Live. They're watching the show. They're looking for people. It, well, You're gonna like, go out and perform. It was a like four o'clock. Us and two other groups. But four we, o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And we could invite people. People from my work came. It was an invited audience. And we got... The other groups got like 20 minutes. And we got five minutes. What did you do? We just did Off Off Broadway, the opening number. I think I think that's what we did. Whose choice was that? I don't remember. It just seemed like it made the most sense. And actually, I might be remembering that wrong. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what we did. We might have had more than five minutes. I don't remember. Did and then, so nothing happened though. No, we got to give them all. We <laughs> got like to, actually, I'm on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, now. yeah. It. You didn't see me. We got to give them all writing packets though. Oh, you gave them like writing samples. Mm-hmm. What did you submit? I don't remember. I'm like a song. Were you especially like? How did it feel going out to do that performance? I'm, I know I was really nervous. Hmm. I don't think I did that good. I was, I was kind of embarrassed. But you're kind of like... I mean, what's your attitude about it now? Um, is it still a dream of yours? Or is it something you're like working towards? Or is it kind of like you don't think it's going to happen? Or I don't think it's going to happen. But is it? But why? I would do it. You would do it in a second. Because there's so many levels that you have to... So do you see that there's like a progression of like, if you want, if you really want to be on Saturday Night Live, you, you have to do this and this and this and, and you're not willing to do those things. Is that what you're saying? Mm, I just never Am I did leading those. the witness? No, <laughs> I think you're right. I just never did any of those things. Like nobody knows who I am or anything like that. You could ask anyone. No one's going to know who I am. Ask anybody. I know who you are. You do. Don't ask yourself. Kendall. <laughs> this is weird. 
Why are you telling me? I know. <laughs> mm. But, like, because I never... Um, How? Well, I don't understand what you're saying. You're in, like, all these different groups. You're performing all the time. Yeah, but so many not... people are doing that in the city. So, so you don't think anybody knows who you are? Oh, you're making me sound sad. No, I, I'm just <laughs> trying to get what you're saying. I'm actually correcting this. Me and my friend Landry are... Mm-hmm. Going to do. Landry's also an off off Broadway. We're going to take um, IO classes together. Uh huh. What kind of classes? Improv. Why at IO versus Second City? I don't know. Well, because I did the writing program there. And you didn't finish, so you're not embarrassed to go there. I'm not embarrassed. I could finish. I have my credits waiting for me. I just. The last two classes are putting up a show, and I just feel like that's a. That's something that you do. I've already done it. That was Rob's reason for not finishing. Rob didn't finish either? Uh-oh. No. I'm going to have to have words with that guy. <laughs> I mean, I got what I wanted out of the class, which was just kind of like a... I remember talking to you when you were taking the writing class, mm-hmm. when you were in the middle of it, and you were telling me that you found it to be really helpful and that you had never taken that kind of you never had that particular kind of training where they like explained the rules, the common, like all well, the stuff in that you w- really thought it was interesting and in was college helpful. we were taught the rules, but it was like a faster version. This we concentrated more on everything cause it was, it's a year long deal. So the cl- the writing yeah. class, like I learned the basics in my comedy writing class in college. Like we learned the rules, but then I sort of forgot about them. And then when I felt like I forgot how to write funny things, that's when I decided to start taking classes again. Cause I was you reading... felt like you forgot you didn't know how to write funny things <laughs> yeah. anymore? I thought I ran out of ideas. I was having a midlife crisis. <laughs> how old were you? 30? No. 29? 29. Are you planning to live past 58? Mm, probably not. Not with all this taking it to the max stuff, right? <laughs> That's true. So at a certain point, you were really excited about the classes. Yeah. I liked the classes. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. just the finishing. That. But when you decided <laughs> to take those classes, were you like, was that part? was that part of you deciding like, I need to try to make something happen that isn't happening right now? Mm. I guess sort of, but mostly I was going because I was tired of reading books to tell me how to write. I wanted to like work with a group of people that I hadn't worked with before. Okay. That's a good, that's a good reason. And did that happen? Did you meet different mm-hmm. people there that you thought that you've worked with or th- think you're going to work with? I liked all of them, for the most part. <sighs> Excuse me. So. And the teachers are really helpful. So you so you and Landry are going to take some more classes. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that for the reason. Um, because I really liked improv a lot Mm -hmm. and 
I realized I hadn't done it in a really long time. So and then I never it, did. Well, so you uh, think more improv is in your future? Maybe. I mean, I like the amount of non-preparation that goes into it. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> um, but it's also really fun. What's your favorite part about doing comedy performing? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. Well, I mean, like some examples. Is it the cheesy thing, like making people laugh? Is that well? I mean, it could be writing. It could be like the thrill of like being on stage and like yeah, I'd, an audience reacting. It could be. I mean, there's a lot of different things it could be. Is there something that I like writing? I don't find being on stage very thrilling. While it's happening. Mm, not thrilling. Like when you make people laugh, does that make you feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Sam just said, do you feel like a man? <laughs> I like that, but I don't even know if that's the reason why. I... So why are you doing this? I think it's like a challenge. I don't know why I'm doing this. Why are you doing this? I don't know. Come on. Liz. <laughs> if you quit tomorrow, I'm going to feel really bad. No, because I'm going to get really fat. Then you'll feel bad. What? She's doing I'm doing it to stay, it to stay thin. That's right. It's better than Weight Watchers. Not as many points to keep track of. That's right. Okay. Why are you doing this? Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about time to wrap up. Has it been 90 minutes already? It's been 86 and a half. Um, and Sam's ready to go. Oh. Sam's, is he? Oh. He's doing that thing with his hands. He's rolling the biscuits. Oh. Is that what it is? Rolling the biscuits? Is Mandy asleep? Mandy's got a job interview tomorrow morning. Oh. So. I'm not done with this. Okay, Podcast. well. You can save that for the next time you come over. Um, all right, well, Liz, I'm sorry yep. that I didn't get you to cry. I think if Sam wasn't here. <sighs> Did you get Kelly to cry? No. Did you get I can't that get anyone else? to cry. Nothing? Did anyone answer? Sometimes I cry when I listen to him later. <laughs> Was anyone... Did people get more honest than I did? I've been harder on you than everybody else. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel like I revealed too much. No, you didn't. You revealed way more when I interviewed you after Sketchfest. Oh, we need to talk about Sketchfest. Oh. Sketchfest is coming up January 6th through... Is that right? Mm-hmm. 6th through the... 16th. 16th? 16th? Uh, so it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, each of those weekends. There's a million performances at stage seven, seven, three. Uh, Liz, you will be performing at Sketchfest in Off Off Broadway and also in Feminine Gentleman. Is that it? Yep. And there's the also 15th. like a hundred and what, 130 groups or something stupid yeah, like that. But I'll be there the 15th at 11 PM in the West theater. That's for Off Off Broadway. And 4 PM on Sunday, the 16th. Yes. In the West Theater, I think, mm-hmm. with um, Gretchen and Regina. What's cool about Chicago Sketchfest? Um, free Sam Adams. <laughs> that's uh, not, that's what? not really what's cool about it. Is All there right. free Sam Adams to like the people who come to see shows? Oh no, <laughs> no, we get that. The performers <laughs> okay. get that. Okay. <laughs> Not free. There's no free Sam Adams. Chicago Sketch Fest is a great opportunity to see like a million groups all within a very short period of time. There's people from all over the country, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Last cool. year there were 
Brits were there. That's what I mean Little by British, all over the British world. children. I know. Like all we made them, <laughs> We made them say things in their accent. Okay. It was terrible. It sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then they wanted us to do fake accents. Ugh. Like what? They wanted us to, they wanted to, te- they tested our accents. To see if you could do like a British accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently it was really funny. Okay, so Chicago Sketch Fest coming up. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of other groups uh, affiliated with that coming up here. Um, this is going to go up right before Christmas. Oh. Wait, after Christmas. Before? I don't know. Something about Christmas. Christmas is here. End of the year. Fun. Liz- you can buy discounted tickets for Sketchfest until the end of the year. Oh. Okay. They're only twelve fifty. How do they buy those? Stage seven seven three dot com. Okay. I think they've got like a buy four get one free deal. For individual shows or how mm-hmm. does it work? Yeah. Right? And then you can buy a festival pass for how oh, fifty dollars. To people who listen to this, they're going to think you're just schizophrenic, Liz. <laughs> Every once in a while, it's like you're talking to somebody else, but they never talk back. No. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. Okay. Uh, Liz, thanks for letting me interrogate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make you do this again, though, in the future. For real? We're gonna get I'm deeper. sweating we're just this gonna, whole time. No, it's going to be next time. I don't know what else you could possibly ask. No, I got... I have all so many other. I don't even know who Elaine Lopez is that you're married to on Facebook. For one thing. Um. Anyway, uh, thanks, Liz. Sketch. If you want to email me, Kendall at kendallbrowns dot com. You have to guess how to spell that. Uh. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can search for Let's Get Serious or search for Kendall Browns. I'll show up on there. I do not like this intense eye contact. I don't know. I'm losing steam here. I'm tired. What time is it? It's 12.08. Hey, um. Hey, it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. All right. So, uh, Liz, you get to have the final word. And I would like you to say something with a British accent. And uh. go. Hello.